Hello, Meredith. Hey, Sheldon. What's up? Well, it's another day, another dollar, and had a great little Easter. How about yourself? Yeah, had a good, relaxing weekend. The weather was actually beautiful. Usually, uh, Easter's known for being, you know, you get your pretty spring dresses and it's freezing cold. Um, but it was gorgeous. So I actually spent some time outside and spent some time in the garden. So it's been good. Very good. We had a split Easter weekend here. It was a little cold on Saturday, um, but then Sunday it uh, kind of opened up a little bit. But it was good. It was fun. We did some social distance uh, my community did like a social distance gathering kind of thing. It was just, you know, people kind of outside. Um, and it was kind of neat to feel a little normal again, I got to say. Yeah. Um, see people. Actually exactly. see them. <laughs> and your know, gym yeah. opened back up at your place? It did. It did. Now, I, yeah. I wasn't... I live in a community that has like its own little gym thing. And I went to it... Um, I, I you have to schedule for it. like you go online and you actually schedule oh. a slot yeah which is kind of nice you know because you can see how many other people are scheduled and if you're not comfortable like you and you i went at like some weird hour where there was like one other person in the whole gym so it was pretty fantastic uh yeah. and, but uh, i hadn't done a lot of those exercises in quite a while and so the next day i thought i was gonna die literally like my <laughs> I, I was you, having chest pains. You felt it. Oh dear, that's not. Good. Well, it was you no, know, not like not like heart <laughs> chest pain, but like I felt like a rib had disconnected from something. Like I needed oh. to bolt something back in that maybe had come undone. But it was good to get back to doing something gym like um, in that regard. Now again, I, I'm don't think I'll ever going back to a normal gym life after having the connected equipment. Uh, you know, I think I can get 95% of what I want, but it was nice because I got to go hit a heavy bag and, and just sling around some bigger weights that I don't have here at the house. So that was nice. Yeah, I actually quit my gym. You know how hard it is to quit the gym. It took you me a year. Me. I haven't been to the gym, but I did quit the gym because I have a gym here at home. So Yeah, exactly. It's like, I think that the whole Ponzi scheme of, of gyms, like, yeah, let's get you signed up, but then you never quit. You know, I, you know, I, I remember right. I had a gym membership. It must have been for like three years. And, you know, back in the, you know, when I really wasn't doing much for fitness, I'm like, oh my God, I've been paying this for three years and I've probably been four times. And yeah. like, this people don't think about, I think that's every gym probably has like so many memberships that were that way. But I think that world is kind of stopping now. And, and I'm curious to how they're going to, going to rebound from that and, and take on different models. I know there a lot of gyms are doing connected fitness type stuff too, which is yeah. kind of interesting. You know, like take home, like you, you get the gym and you get our video classes, whatever they are. So that's kind of interesting. I think it's going to be a, a different world. And a lot of that has been opened up by the, you know, the, the big connected fitness companies. So that's been kind of fun to see. And I've worked out more at home than I ever worked out anytime I've ever joined a gym. So Whatever I'm doing is working, so I'm going to just keep doing that. Yeah, and a, and a big reason for that is uh, our, one of our next guests. Absolutely. I'm very yeah, I'm very excited to talk about her. And so uh, without further ado, why don't we hop into that interview? What do you say? Sounds great. Can't wait. All right. Well, thanks for coming and listening, everyone, to the super excellent Not Too Serious Bite That Goes Nowhere podcast, and we give you our next guest. We're just here to have some fun Let our faces feel the morning sun Gonna laugh and put on a smile Come along 
myself too seriously. Take a ride with Shelly Mayer on a bike that goes nowhere. If it's pretty clear to you, won't you be less serious too? Take a ride with Shelly Mayer on a bike that goes nowhere. Welcome to the super excellent, not too serious bike that goes nowhere podcast. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Meredith. Okay, today's guest is a powerhouse of the Echelon team. You'll see her leading community across a whole range of classes with her infectious energy, her ever-changing hair braids, and never-fading smile. If you haven't joined her for a famous power hour, you haven't lived. I'm happy to reduce a lover of plants, mama to orange, and wonderful overall human, the one and only Nicole Griffin. Nicole, welcome to the podcast. Oh my gosh, that intro. Is it <laughs> Can I have that before every class, too? Yes. <laughs> it's fantastic. Exactly. It, it's a, for a small fee, we can yeah. make this happen. Sheldon's <laughs> going to start a new career of introducing I, instructors. I work for verb bars. I work for verb I, bars. Sign sale delivered. You got all of our bars exactly. you want. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're excited to have you, Nicole. This is uh, this is always fun. I've had to, both of us had the pleasure of meeting you in person, and it's great to have you on the podcast. We can talk about other things and let other people in the community get to know you a little better too. Um, so, tell us. I mean, I know you're from Michigan originally, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, how did how, how did your path uh, get you from Michigan to Chattanooga, and uh, how did you get involved in fitness in general? Okay, so I lived, it was actually Michigan, I was born and raised, and then I was, I grew up a little bit in Ohio too, my parents divorced when I was younger um, in elementary school, and so I lived, it was an hour between, between Ohio and Michigan, and so it was so crazy, the differences of those two lives, because my dad lived on a farm, cattle farm, my my um, stepmom's a vet, and so like animals galore in Michigan, and then we go to Toledo, Ohio, and that was in this little like kind of like lake town called Point Place, Ohio. So it was two completely different worlds that I grew up in. Um, so that's where I went to high school. And then um, after that, I went to college for a little bit. And then I went down or I moved down to Chattanooga to follow my fun aunt. Um, everybody has their fun aunt. And I uh, followed my fun aunt down and I moved into my apartment with just the stuff in my car. Wow. I didn't know a single soul in Chattanooga. <laughs> um, I just wanted to change, and I always liked Chattanooga. And so I just kind of took the plunge and, you know, jumped in head first. So, and then I guess when I first moved to Chattanooga, I was really overweight because I wasn't playing sports anymore. I had, I was, um, I was a dental assistant at that time. That's what I went to school for. Interesting. And really? I know, completely different. And that's yeah. when I moved down here. What, I went on a couple you, what interviews. What made you pick that? I'm curious. What made you pick dental assistant? So my mom was a nurse for a long time. And so she always told me to find something stable, something secure and a job in healthcare or something like that. And so she kind of pushed me that way. And I was like, well, you know, it's a two year program. I can do that. And so that's what I did my senior year in high school. I only went to class one, one hour. And then for the rest of my senior year, I went to college. So I feel like I grew up really fast. (laughs) You, you um, pushed yourself. I think that comes through in your personality. You're always looking to achieve and you do achieve success. So I think that's just part saying, of I appreciate you. Yeah. That. And I wonder if you're, you're so adaptable as well. And it sounds like maybe going between two different worlds was probably a part of that as well. Mm-hmm. 
I just, I haven't really thought about it like that, but yeah, I mean, just kind of being shuffled around a little bit and I lived with my grandparents for a while. And so just kind of going with the flow, you know, it's just kind of how I was raised. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I moved down to Chattanooga. So this is, you know, I played a lot of sports in high school and, but I didn't in college cause it was a, a trade school. And then I just, I was working on my own and I was still living at home. So I had extra money. And so, I mean, I was spending money on frappuccinos and fast mm-hmm. food all the time. Cause I thought it was great. I could buy it. And I gained a ton of weight and I moved down to Chattanooga and um, that's when I started to become active again as an adult. And uh, I shed, 40 pounds within my first, um, I mean, my first year in Chattanooga and I started with boot camps and I just kind of got burnt out on that. Um, I don't know. And I kind of hit a plateau. And so then I started um, taking spin classes and I've told this story about my first spin class before. It just, it rocked my world. (laughs) It was, I could not keep up. And I was like, what just happened? I loved it. I mean, I was fit. I felt like I was fit, but that was a totally different exercise. The the music, the speed, the adrenaline, everything that goes with it. And I became addicted after my first class. Uh, And I think (laughs) now you actually take that experience and pass it on to each and every one of us. The first class we take with you is like, I try. I thought it was okay, but man, I got to keep up with the score. And then you're motivated. You want to keep up with you, which is just that you get people hooked, which is good. I I seriously appreciate you saying that. And the first guy that I took classes with, and I still see him around town now, but that's how he was. He was one of those people where I wanted to do good. I didn't want to let him down. Yeah. And then I um, turned into a stalker and followed him around to three different gyms. And then finally he was like, Nicole, why don't you try and become an instructor? And him even saying that to me, I was like, you think I have what it takes? You think that I could actually do that? And yeah. that was 13 years ago. I can't wow. imagine. I mean, Look just knowing you, you now. now, it's like, yeah. I can't imagine someone saying, I mean, imagine you saying, you think I have what it takes? I mean, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, like you, you're like, to me, it's like when I think of, uh, you know, an aspirational instructor, like, okay, mm-hmm. Nicole is kind of like, w- w- you know, one of the A, A plusers. And I'm like, it's amazing to me that you actually had that thought in your head. So it, I guess we're all there at some point, right? Yeah. We all mm-hmm. have to start somewhere. And it takes, pra- I mean, it takes practice. It took me a long time yeah. to even, I mean, stalking him to three gyms cycling several times a week and just to kind of get to that point where he even thought that you know who was in my first class who rachel oh, oh you're rachel, kidding me. you're flat yeah rachel that's yeah. how it, that's how the two of us know each other she she used yeah. to always take my my classes that's funny and just as for for listeners that maybe that don't know rachel rachel is, a, is instructor for echelon as well she does a lot of the rowing stuff as well i think maybe some fit, fit, some pass. fit, fit pass still yeah like, yeah lots Strength. Of if you yeah. want to get strong she'll get you strong oh yeah for yeah, sure no question Good yeah. question. Yeah. So, uh, so how did you, how did your path lead you to Echelon? Um, through art. <laughs> oh, okay. I was an unexpected answer. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, it's a completely, completely different answer. So I was set up at an art show and the girl that I was set up next to, she's a jeweler and we we're just sitting there talking and I was talking about, I, at this point, I had already been teaching for several years, and I was talking about one of my classes at Blue Cross and, you know, probably telling her how I had a dream and had the people try something crazy. <laughs> um, 
said we're sitting there talking and then um missy she's an older um she used to teach at echelon she doesn't anymore um but she came up and she's like oh you're a spin instructor she's like this is gonna sound very odd i teach for this online company and it's growing it's new and she's like you have a, a personality i think that you would do really well on it and she's like it's different you know you don't yeah. have the people <laughs> you don't have at that point, we were still at Biotech in the tiny little room that we were recording in with just the producer oh, <laughs> and three wow. cameras. There's zero tally lights. I mean, it's just wild to me how far it's come. And um, yeah, and so I went in for my interview. I taught a class. I sat in Adrian's, the producer's chair accidentally. He came in and kicked oh. me out of it. I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> like I always, I always tell that story about the first time we met and I was like, yeah, you pushed me out of your chair. <laughs> Adrian's a good guy. He'd be a great guy to have on the podcast too. Yeah, well, oh, that, that would be mind. interesting. Be, it'd be the behind the scenes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yes. Yeah. We could probably get some <laughs> really good behind. dirt on instructors and things. Oh. I think. I bet he's got some <laughs> we're, stories. We're not that kind of podcast. Oh yeah. I forgot. Meredith. We're supposed to be positive and nice. Um, isn't this about positivity and Exactly. Because <laughs> you are the positivity guru. Like this is true. I mean, positive vibes, good rides. The first time I heard that, it was like magic in my ears. I was like, yes, that oh. is the life I want to live. How do I do that? I'll just keep taking classes and find out. So, but <laughs> some days, please tell me, some days you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, or people are icky, or something. So, how do you? keep that gorgeous smile and that positivity going oh so that is that is definitely a challenge and I actually had something happen like this on Friday in one of my classes I had oh my gosh I oh. absolutely love this playlist it was a funk playlist spent so much time on it and I had a couple riders in studio and they're on their phones the whole time oh. and talking and texting mm. and it's one of those things where they, for me, it was so much more than just them disrupting the class. I was like, I put my heart into this playlist. I was so excited about it. And I almost felt cheated because I was distracted and couldn't enjoy teaching the class to this killer playlist that I'm going to use again. Yes. <laughs> but, okay. So then afterwards, um, I actually talked about this experience in my low impact class. And I talked about staying present and talking about actually... Um, when people put in effort for you, appreciate it. it doesn't matter how small or big it is. It could be a post-it note with a, you know, with a little handwritten note or something. All effort is effort. And mm -hmm. when somebody does that for you, it's special and take, you know, I mean, listen to it and embrace it. And I talked about that in my low impact ride. And I had so many people message me after that and say, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Yeah. So I think when even when I do have negative experiences, I try and share it. And so people realize what they're doing. And I also talked about families, you know, out at dinner or something and, you know, half of them are on their phones. Mm -hmm. That's time together and you can't get time back. That's yeah, a good point. That's, that's an absolutely great point. I mean, it's one that it's, I use, it's a mantra I use myself. It's like, I'm a, uh, like the, the one, the one thing you, you can take from someone that you can never give back is time. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's uh, it for me, it's like it's it, it drives my wife crazy because I'm like, we got to go. We got to go. 
<laughs> yeah, he, he's one of those people it's probably good I, I am i am totally one of those people and so i always tell my wife we have to be somewhere about don't tell her this a half an hour before we actually have to be there um so that i have the buffer zone right uh-huh. so uh it's a yeah. it's a it's a thing with with me but um texting anywho's. jamie now yeah, I know. Seriously. So, she hasn't figured so. that out yet, Sheldon? <laughs> well, it's been working okay. Um, it's just, so sometimes even that's not enough, so we're late anyway. So, you know. I'm going to get myself in trouble. Yeah, you're talking to two of the wrong people here, too, because we're yeah, just yeah, like, hey, we'll we get go. there when we get there. This is true. This is true. It's a thing. It's, it's interesting. It's a standard I don't hold for other people. Right, just yourself. But I hold it for myself. We do that a lot, don't we? We're tougher on ourselves Mm -hmm. than we are on other people. We'll give them grace, but not ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Just interesting. Well, speaking of killer playlists, I mean, Mm. you know, we Aerith and I take a lot of classes, and your music selection is probably one of the most eclectic and interesting ones that we, I think, we see in Echelon. So, you know, I know you're huge into concerts and uh, you'll love going to, to, to outdoor music festivals. <laughs> She's brimming with excitement. I can see her, her smile just got 10 times bigger. Yeah. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah. So talk about the role of music like, in your life. Like, I mean, how do not everyone has that kind of passion for music. I'm curious as to why it's so strong for you. Well, it started at the Lenway County Fair. My okay. first concert was <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus and Hickey Breaky Heart. And you're still listening to music. <laughs> I know. Okay. Talk about so overcoming. That, <laughs> that was really funny. Um, but yeah. that really was my first concert. And I could, like, I, now I look back at it, I think it's so funny. Um, but I've always had, my sister, she sings and she sings well. Oh. I mean, we can all sing, okay. but she actually sounds good when she sings. And so I remember going to, she was always in the different talent shows and stuff and kind of encouraging her to do that and seeing the different, just all of the talents that people have musically. Mm -hmm. It's something that I appreciate because I think I watched her practice and practice and practice. Oh my gosh. She sang Jewel, uh, that one really sad Jewel song one year. You know what I'm talking about? I was meant for you, that one. Or who will save oh your my soul gosh. for me. Yeah. <laughs> who, yes, it was one. Yeah. And uh, every time I hear it now, it just like takes me back to listening to her practice it and practice it and practice it. I was like, next year we're picking something upbeat because I can't oh, do boy. that. <laughs> um, but, so I, I see the appreciate. I mean, I see the hard work that it takes. And, you know, um, obviously I like musician, you know, mm-hmm. um, people who play instruments and i just i mean i have such an appreciation for that i played the flute but that doesn't really count i only did it, it so, I could count. Be a ma- yeah. so i could be a majorette that's yeah. hey, meredith <laughs> um that was the that's really the only reason why i played it um yeah but i see everything that goes into it and yeah like music Sheldon. festivals and I love going to festivals and going in before any of my friends and walking around to the little stages. I found some of the coolest musicians and seeing them when they're hungry and trying, you know, so much. Um, And then the next, you know, five years later, they're on the big stage. And it's just like, I mean, I just got goosebumps like thinking about it. I love to see people grow. I think, okay. To riches. um, So one that was super impressive is group love. 
Um, Take me to your best friend's house. Yes. (laughs) So I saw them and there was probably 12 people there and they were doing some kind of car advertisement thing. This is at Bonnaroo car advertisement thing. And that's, they were there. And then, so the next year they had a little bit bigger and then it was probably about, I, I think it was five years. They were, they were headliners at hangout. On one of the big stages. It's just yeah, wild. That is fun. I don't know. I think that that's so cool. It, yeah, it, that it is, is cool. awesome. It, it is fun to watch that. I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, even like, like with yourself, like it's even, it's fun to watch it. Like, you know, yeah. like imagine starting with Ashley and then now it's like, you're on televisions and you're, you're on, you're, like, you're, it's kind of fun to watch you, uh, grow with Echelon as well. You get to do some really cool things. Uh, the, the dual rides that you've done recently with, oh, um, yes. Movie stars. Oh, um, yeah. You yeah. mean Jayma? Yes, yes. <laughs> of course. What did you think I was talking about? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yes, Jayma is definitely a rock star. But Mario Lopez, that was yeah. that was a really cool experience. And I'm really excited that I got to do that. Um, and seeing everything, I mean, the same kind of thing. Everything that goes on behind the scenes. And, yeah. you know, we had to have our playlist, everything, um, our work, our program sent out, you know, a month and a half ahead of time so he could approve everything. And then, I mean, same thing with wardrobe. And, you know, I was like, can I wear my rainbow hair? (laughs) It was was okay. Excellent. (laughs) But it was just, it's cool to see, like, you know, on that level, it was really neat. And he's yeah, really and you handled good. it well. I mean, did you get, because you've done so much stuff, but that's another, that's going up even another level. I mean, and did you have too. nerves? You don't know. Oh, 100%. And so the one that is actually on the app now, that was the third ride that we did. So we have all this rapport before. And mm-hmm. so some of the questions that I was asking him, it kind of goes back and like the things I was joking about uh, go back to the previous rides. Um, so it's, I thought it was cool that they picked a, they picked one that we, I mean, kind of connected a little bit better. But I told him the silly story. I was trying to get an embarrassing story out of him. And I told the story about how I puked on the plane in the guy's lunchbox. (laughs) 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 Saved Um, by the bell, you were not. (laughs) I don't know why. What is wrong with me? Why do I do things like that to myself? I'm a hundred percent oversharer, and I was sure he'd be like, "Charming." Oh, I did something like that, and he just kind of laughed. I was like. That is crazy. They just kept on oversharing. It was great. (laughs) He's a true professional. I I need some. um, I need some grooming. You're just genuine. I mean, it's it comes out. We I think that's why we admire you so much. It is you know you're getting Nicole. Like you aren't getting uh, a caricature of of a uh, of what the ideal instructor should be you're getting nicole who is an ideal instructor right but she's also who she is and it it comes out so obvious i think that's why so many people love your rides is that it's you know you know you're gonna have fun because you're fun i mean you treat it like you're going in and enjoying it and um and it shows and, and we all get to appreciate that so it's it's really nice to uh, to have that kind of genuineness uh in instructors and it's it's appreciated I don't, you're going to make me cry. (laughs) I joke about it all the time. I was like, I don't know what I, I don't know. I mean, I love what I do. 
And I was like, I'm whatever it is that why people like my rides, I'm not going to change a single thing. Just keep doing what I'm doing. And I was like, I can't put a finger on it. And people ask me, you know, ask me that. It's like, I have no idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you're trying to tell somebody why people like, uh, like a certain ride or a certain style or something, I was like, I don't know what it is. I'm just, you know, I've taught the same way for years. And I think I, I maybe the music is a part of it too, because I put a lot of, and, you know, I'll put like different Easter eggs in my classes too, like different songs. If I know, you know, somebody's celebrating something like a goofy thing or I put Grace Potter in for you before, and, you know, just those, yeah. you know, like those little things yeah. that I like. So, so what goes in, what does go into your music? I mean, back on the music topic here, what goes into your playlist thinking? Like, how do you structure it out? I mean, do you think of the ride first or do you pick the playlist first? So we are assigned our rides, um, right. but okay. So, and then, so for each ride, we have to have so many of each certain drill. So that way it becomes a fusion. It becomes a Hills. It becomes a speed Got class. It. And so um, how I kind of build my classes. So I have my, I know that I'm doing a fusion. Okay. Got that. And so I'll need so many fast songs. I'll need so many uh, like certain cadences, but then I get to be a little creative about it too. I'm like, okay, got to have some crowd pleasers so people don't zone out. So, but then I also like to sprinkle in the unexpected artists, like an old school jam or, you know, just somebody super, super random. I was able to, I played Cherub on last Friday and it's just old school, but just, a lot of people, I'm sure, don't know who Cherub is, so it's kind of fun to introduce people to that, too. I mean, that's probably one of the biggest compliments is, oh, my God, I loved your playlist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you Absolutely. always have great ones. And I think um, going back to why people ride your rides and things, too, is that it always feels like you're on our side. No matter if, mm. you know, it's a speed ride and, and, you know, I hate speed. I'd rather do hills. And so, Dang. you know, but but you <laughs> but you are cheering everyone on from the top to the bottom and everyone in between. And it feels like, you know, you want us to be better, but you also want us to succeed. So if today is not the day and we need to swipe away the leaderboard, you are just always upfront and honest with us and uh, encouraging everyone. So I think that's, we've got our own personal cheerleader on the ride. Oh, so, you know it. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I, I don't track all of my, my, my PR as we want to call them. Right. But I know that many of them come in your classes, right? It's, it's so like, if, if, if I'm in the mood for a PR ride, you're, like, you're one of, uh -huh. it's like, I'm not going to name all the names, but there's two or three people I or my go-tos. Mm -hmm. If I want to really crank one out, uh, I, that's who I pick um, and, and, and set my intentions. <laughs> I definitely have that vibe when I, when I come to your classes, there's no question about that. That's the um, one thing I think is really yeah. cool too um, is just seeing, you know, okay, so Power Hour is my favorite class, but mm -hmm. just seeing people commit to it, seeing people try something new, because, I mean, sometimes the 30-minute classes are more challenging than Power Hour, but it just sounds so intimidating, and watch people try it for the first time, and they're like, I did it, and you yes. know, it's like such a sense of accomplishment, and it does bring out, I mean, I mean, you have people that ride it for just the ride as recovery for the motivation, whatever they get out of it, the stories or, 
anything, but then you also have so many hard hitters who are competing for that front spot. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really cool to see a mix of everybody on one single ride. I really like that. That that milkshake brings the boys to the yard, as they say. Oh, (laughs) man. (laughs) (laughs) That is a, uh, that's I I don't ride it often because, I mean, I'm a, I'm a 30 minute person. I Mm -hmm. love the 30 and usually the evening, evening's a little harder for me, but uh, I've ridden it a couple times and I'm like, yeah, this is the real deal. This is a powerful class. And you write it. You write it a lot, Meredith, right? I mean, it's, oh yeah, it's a, power. Yeah, my you're, you're like a yeah. It's absolutely. It's, uh, oh, I shouldn't say favorite, but it's it's one of my top rides. Yeah, yay! It's, it's probably my favorite if I had to choose. Yeah. I, <laughs> I can't wait there. until this week. I'm going through withdrawals. I had a yes. lot of fun doing. I did a duo ride with Jema, and that was really. I mean, that was really powerful, and I loved connecting with her too. And she had such a she had a really good message on that ride too. It's just yes. not judging people and you know giving people a chance whatever part of walk of life and. I can have a different story. If Do we have time for a little art yes. story? Yes. Time for anything for you it. want. Okay. This is, this is your time. If I don't um, like it, I'll cut it out like a beast. No, I'm just kidding. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> He's ruthless. I would okay. never. All right. Sounds good. I would never. Um, so... And this is something that I am completely guilty of. I mean, like I'm, I'm in the wrong in this. So I set up at an art show and this group of people come up and just, I mean, not, I mean, they're dressed sloppy and just kind of like stumbling around. And so I kind of thought, I was like, okay, this is at, this is also at a show that they serve alcohol. And at some points during art shows, you turn into entertainment and you don't, mm. people, you know, people aren't actually buying. And so I just kind of wrote them off because they just, I mean, just like on appearance and the way that they were, you know, acting a little bit. I didn't have, I didn't spend any time like trying to connect with them or anything. I just wrote them off completely. And then they come back and they start asking me questions. And so then I start talking to them a little bit more. And I was like, oh man, I was like, I really, I, I know that I judge them from sight. I know I judge them from how they were acting. And then they ended up buying, um, I don't remember how much it was, but a couple hundred dollars worth of art in cash and it just like it seriously it makes my heart sink that I judged people that way and it was like it just totally wrote them off before Mm -hmm. even giving them a chance and it kind of reminds me too like you can't do that with people it's just I go I take that I go back to that story all the time in my mind when you're like you can never judge a person by their looks by their color by where they're wearing where they live you can't do it just like Mm -hmm. I think it's so cool you have all types of people, you know, yes. I mean, and even it's so wonderful. Yeah, even, in, in, even in the instructor base, it's like you can pick, I've used this analogy already. It's like, uh, you know, any flavor you want and any style you want. And there's, there's, it's there for you. And I think that's what mm-hmm. makes our community a little more unique is that you, you do have such a variety, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not a cookie cutter at all. Yeah. And we all wish each other success. I mean, whether you lose five pounds or your goal, there's some people who want to gain weight. There's some people who just want to be fit and active. There's some people who are training for Ironmans because they're insane. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's all types. And I think going back to your story, you know, I think we've all can identify with that. And, you know, I know if you're like me, you kind of sometimes beat yourself up about it. But what you can really do with that experience is just share it. And then, like you said, moving forward, when you start to judge someone, mm-hmm. you remember that. And mm-hmm. um, it, it's it's a learning experience. 
and we're all human. It totally is. Yeah. I know. And it's just, like you said, it is something that I go back in my mind about and I do beat myself up about it. Mm. I feel guilty about it even now. And like, it's one of those stories where I don't want to tell people I did that, but I know I totally did. I was just, you know, I just totally wrote them off and just was doing my own thing and working on stuff in the back. And then I don't know. Like, that's definitely a, a switch or a light bulb. Like, okay, that's, I mean, then there's a reason why that happened to share, I guess, to share that story. Yeah. So we all feel better about ourselves when we do it. Absolutely. <laughs> we learn. Yeah. We, we learn. If from Nicole it. does it. If Nicole does it. Are, <laughs> instructors are real people too. Yes. But we love your art. We both, you know, have your art hanging on our walls and in our homes. And it's just, it's, it's your personality comes through. I mean, it's just, it's whimsical and fun. It makes me smile every time I see it. So it's just oh, like, thank you it's very like much. Nicole on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith, I'm thirsty. Aw, Sheldon, you want some beet juice? No, I'd rather die of thirst. <laughs> Well, I have something even better than beet juice, although you can add your beet juice powder to it if you want. It is Arbon Energy Fizz. And Arbon. It com- Arbon. It comes Arbon. in pomegranate. It comes in blackberry, which gives you a really jammy mouthfeel, like a fine wine. Mm-hmm. Ooh, fine wine. It's good. Um, you just add it to your water. It's... Uh, Got a, it's made of a botanical blend, naturally derived, you know, all those good buzzwords. It's vegan. It's uh, it's good for you. It's energy, but for, it's from green tea. It's a non-caged pomegranate. It must. It better be non-caged pomegranate. Non-caged, but, you know, I, I don't know if you know how to get the seeds out of a pomegranate. I learned this from Martha Stewart. Uh, okay. You spank it. You spank it with a wooden spoon. Whoa. So... <laughs> This is. Do we just go uh, podcast after dark again? I think we did. But ask me. Uh, hey, Spank Sheldon. your pomegranate. What's that? Is uh, Arbon Energy Fizz? Are they a sponsor? Uh, what do you think, Meredith? Is Arbon Energy Fizz a sponsor? Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, we'll we'll hold out on that, and, but we'll still promote it because I know you love it. Oh, it gives you energy, and you know. Okay. You know that candy, Pop Rocks, right? Remember that feel in your mouth? Okay. I'm eating this them is, now. Yeah, this is nothing like that. But okay, it, it does give you energy. You can drink up to three of them, but no more than three a day, which sometimes I struggle with because I could drink it all day long. Helps me get my water in. So Arbon Energy Fizz. Fantastic. Pop, fizz Fizz. Non-sponsor, but we love you anyways. Yes. I know it's it's funny. It's like I used to have my my bike used to sit right behind me here in my office, um, but I we moved it. We we reconfigured our spare bedroom into like a little mini gym, and I go through. It's a little sadder for me because I I mean I'm staring. My bike is pointing out a window now, which oh. is kind of cool because I could see like the trains and stuff go by. But I'm like, my Nicole picture is down here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I used to look at that when I rode, and I'm like, it's it's it's, it's a nice it's a it's a bicycle, so it's a, it's a ever inspiring one. But um, I'm trying to figure out how do I get both. Maybe a little picture on the wall or something. You uh, you make a smaller one. I'll make a little tiny, one, a, little, a little baby bike I can set up on, on, on the top of my screen. That, that's it. That's fun. Um, a question I had for you is I really want to get to the real star uh, star of the show here, and that's mm-hmm. Orange. 
Um, uh, so <laughs> I have to spell it out. O R A N G E. Cause yeah. you can hear it. I'm running over. <laughs> uh, the juice what is, man, the juice man. He's napping over juice. here. Oh, nice. So tell us the origin story of orange. We want to know. Okay. So my friends from Ohio that I went to high school with, their dogs had puppies. One was mm-hmm. a collie and one was a beagle, which is a, it's a kind of interesting mix anyway. Um, and I had another friend coming down to visit and sight unseen, I told her, pick out the cutest puppy and bring him down or bring Uh-oh. it down. I had no idea it was a boy yet. And so, um, so she brought him down and he was so young. I mean, he was six weeks old or maybe even five weeks old. I think I got him a little bit early and, um, yeah, he's been attached to my hip ever since I would take him to the art gallery with me. And, um, now he just like, he's the, he's the man. For he, sure. is, <laughs> he has yes. the most undeniable side eye in history. Yeah, it's, it's his happy face. <laughs> it is. It is. It, it's also a sad face. So it yeah. is. It is, a, it is the face. face. He has yeah. a face, and that's it. He's yeah, having so much fun, and it's just like a grimace all the time. Yeah. So yeah. I you, have you, you, uh, three yeah. lady dogs that want to know yeah. if Orange has a girlfriend, mm-hmm. or you know, I've got three three girl dogs. That oh are man, you know. Uh, so the girl who braids my hair, she mm. has a new puppy, and so he's been, you know, he's been playing with her lady a little bit. Uh, he's ten. Well, yeah, a, he's a, he but he's not. Ta- I mean, he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's I mean, like nobody's good enough for my boy. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's too much of a mama's boy. He's like, I'll just hang out over here. <laughs> so, what is the most exciting thing Orange has ever done? Do you think? Like, what's has he ever had a big adventure? Um, I would say when we flew back from, so he flew with me. He's in a one airplane ride or, you know, the one trip. Um, so I took him down to St. Pete when I was doing, I was doing stuff for Echelon and HSN down there. And I was down there for three weeks and I was like, I got to bring my son. And yeah. so um, I took him down with me and on the way down, I didn't have anybody next to me. So he actually got up on the seat. And he was in the aisle way, and the lady that was across the aisle pet him the whole entire time. I'm actually oh. still friends with her on Facebook or on Instagram, <laughs> and she she comments on every Orange's picture. <laughs> it's so hilarious. cute. It's so that cute. Is hilarious. <laughs> on the way back, it was we only had eight people on the plane. And so Orange had his own row. I mean, if he wanted it, he was like living large. So I would probably say that that was pretty exciting. But he's, oh my gosh, he's been on a game box before. Oh. Like an actual like dog puzzle box. Oh, wow. Wow. He's a, yeah. he is a, has his own little portfolio. Yeah. You know, I always he's done say. cool things. When I uh, came to Chattanooga, like he was the person I was most excited to meet. And I'm only I don't blame joking. You. <laughs> Only partially joking. <laughs> I do not blame you one bit. Yeah. He's the star. So you do so many things: the art, uh, music festivals, um, you know, echelon, all this different stuff. So what? What do you do to chill? Do you, you know, 
What is that? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was going to say. I thought that might be Mary, the answer. Like, use, you, you made it use a smaller word. What do you do uh, with any downtime? <laughs> do you ever just yeah. stop? Do you ever just store, uh, you know, what's the super secret guilty pleasure maybe you have that you don't tell people it's, about? It's the weirdest thing. And yeah. I, okay, so now, I mean, I'm single. And so I really fill my time. I like, I know that this is going to sound, I mean, kind of lame, but like, I really do feel, fill my time. And so if I'm home at night and I don't have a TV, so like, right. yeah. what that the heck do mind. I do? Yes. That blows my mind. It really does. No TV at all. No TV. I just don't watch it, but I'll listen to, I'll listen to podcasts and okay. I'll even listen to podcasts about pop culture. So I can like still have conversations about like the bachelor and be like, Oh yeah, I can't believe that she did that either. Yeah. I can like, <laughs> I listen just enough to be able to hang. Oh, yeah. and then I walk away from the conversation. Yeah. We've but, got some great um, recommendations on podcasts, by the yeah, way, if you ever want yeah. them. Yes. Ones. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, but a lot of it is like I'll sit there and I um, I'll have like my computers in bed and then I'll be sitting there researching music or I mean, this sounds so lame. Um, but then I I really am trying to grow my Instagram. So I'm looking for different brands that I yeah. use that I like and I try and at least reach out to one or two per week. And so I kind of just spend my time doing that. But yeah. that's what you're passionate about and it comes yes. through. So I think it does, yeah. that's great. It's It's your job. But it's also what you love. And so, yeah, it's a perfect blend. Yeah. What are some of the I brands? I do love you've hanging been... out with my friend. Like, I do like yeah. hanging out with my like, yeah. friends and like dinners and like girl, like hanging out with the girls and stuff like that. But like, if I'm home alone, like, that's pretty much what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. What were some of the, you said you, you, you're promoting brands with Instagram. Are there something you want to talk about today that you, that you would like to give a pitch to? Let's see. Um, uh, I have kind of a funny story. I had to, so I work for Verb Energy Bars. Yeah, yeah. And I just, like I just little, ate You did? I did. What kind? What flavor? It was a, a cookie butter yeah, espresso. Oh, that one is good. Yeah. And it has a little crunch to it too. It has a little crunch, yes. So um, uh, they wanted us to film different videos. And so they sent us a couple of new flavors and in the video is very specific. So you pour out the bag, you take a bite, and then you say all these different things. Well, you're not going to nail it on the first try. And so by the time I was done with it, I probably ate like four or five verb bars, oh but just take one bite at a time. And then I had to teach that night. I like walk into the studio and Lala is there and I'm like, ah! she's like, what is wrong with you? I was like, I had too many verb bars. <laughs> I can imagine eating those espresso ones. They have like it's a, yeah. as, as much as much caffeine as a cup of espresso. I can imagine like yeah. popping three or four of those. Like I know, room. but I, I mean, I was doing it for the gram. Yeah, for the advertising, it actually comes out. Doing it for the it gram. It should come out pretty soon. I haven't seen the advertising, but I think that they're going to splice all of us together, and we had to do like different things, like counterclockwise with it, take a bite, and like do all these like little things. Oh. So I'm curious to see what they actually do with it. If I made the cut, even imagine eating all those verb bars. Ah, I know, seriously, I ate all those verbs for nothing. (laughs) Give me an adjective (laughs) or something. And is is that when you got the idea that you wanted to set a new goal for yourself? Because I saw on Instagram you're trying to do one, one handed, one armed, one sided push ups. I don't know the technical term. Okay, so one arm push-ups. Um, so actually, I when I was digging for music, I realized that we can use No Doubt. Mm-hmm. And 
that and I started looking at their whole catalog that was one of my first CDs that I ever had and I was like oh my gosh and I actually had the concert DVD and so my sister and I would watch it constantly and there is for Tragic Kingdom Gwen Stefani does a one-arm push-up on stage during the concert and I've always been I've always wanted to do it and re realizing that we could use No Doubt now it reminded me of that I was like I'm gonna learn how to do that and so that's where that came from. And uh, yeah, so last it was, I just went straight, straight into it, tried it, but there's a lot of things I can, you know, progressively get stronger. Like I could have gone to my knees and tried it or right. um, a lot of people said, um, elevate one hand and then try it and then like keep going lower and lower and lower or take your hand away. So I just went straight face first <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, got to try somewhere. You got to start somewhere. That is uh -huh. the facts. That is the fact. So um, what else is Nicole excited about for 2021? What's what's the, the big oh things that get you excited? That I'm excited about? So I, every year I pick a song. Oh. And, um, you know, just to kind of, you know, whenever you hear it or whenever you play it, you're like, this is the song for 2021. And my song is so, like, this is so wild to me. So my song this year is called Celebrate by Pharrell. Okay. Yes. And I wanted it to be since 2020 was such a dumpster fire. I had a lot of cool experiences and, you know, obviously with Echelon and met so many new people, new riders and just, I mean, the experience and the ride with Echelon during the pandemic. And I learned how I can draw faces on my fruit and still like I have friends. <laughs> That's, it is the most one of my endearing quality things. you have. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, that's a whole nother story, podcast fans. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, celebrate is my word for the year. And so I was telling a, a Tuesday morning class about it. And I was like, this is my song for the year, guys. I was like, we just have to celebrate all the small wins. Like 2021, we're celebrating any kind of small victory, anything cool that you have going on, celebrate it because you never know when it's going to go away. <laughs> Right. We've, we've had everything taken away from us from last year. So that was a Tuesday morning, Tuesday evening. I taught again. I had the biggest class echelon has seen. It wow. was, I, and it was like one of those things where you, I was selling, you know, like it was just, I put it out in the world and I didn't know what I was going to be celebrating. It's just wild that that happened that evening. And it was the biggest class I've ever had. It was like, Oh my gosh, it was 528 people, which now we've had classes higher than that, obviously. But at that time, that was a record for me. That was a record for Echelon. And it just like blew my mind. Yeah. I was freaking out. <laughs> I think Sheldon was on that ride. I think he was in that class. Oh, I definitely was. I yeah. was definitely on that ride. Yeah. yeah. And that I wasn't was even epic. paying attention. I was not paying attention to the number of people because I know if I, I there's a lot of things in class that can distract me and pull me from sure. the only from the moment like people drinking on water phones, things like that people on phones i like i don't drink water during class it's like a whole God dance and i have to be like a a horse where like blinders on mm -hmm. this is what i'm doing <laughs> it's i'm a weirdo but anyway so that was my that's my celebration and that's i don't know where i was going with that 
No, we were just talking. You, you, you were saying what you're excited about for 2021. Oh, yeah. Yes. Which is the okay. year of cele- More celebration. More celebrations. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's enough. Yeah. yeah that's definitely um, a huge, that was a huge one for me. That was a big celebration. So who knows what else is going to, I'll be celebrating. You, you never know. I'm sure we're going to see more big classes and, and, and fun oh, yeah. like that and new things. Are you doing anything different with Echelon class wise or anything new? I knew. Congratulations! You were just appointed full-time instructor there. That's fantastic yes, news. Yeah, thank you. That was great yeah, news seven, for us. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited about it too. And actually having, um, set. I mean, so there's seven of us all together. Having that home base to we're all kind of working on some stuff together. Mm-hmm. So having that to them to throw out ideas to and everything else is. I think that that's going to be really cool for Ashlon. Like something different. Like all right, so we can try different things or team up and i think that that's really cool having that permission to kind of team up with people too yeah and you and michael badasses yes and that (laughs) that's that's a great idea it's also super scary for a lot of us because you know (laughs) you you and jama teaming up is like oh my goodness the power twins and then you know you and michael brown teaming up and doing stuff on the fit pass it's like this is going to make us better or kill us, but we're going to like it. So. <laughs> I don't know where we're going, but it's going to be fun. Exactly. Yes, it's going to be fun. Oh my goodness. Now, um, do you, um, so I, I meant to ask this earlier around working out, right? I know you do so many classes in a day. Is that your workout or do you do other things to, to that is, is more focused time for you where you can just kind of go all out? It is. I do work out um, at another place too. And it is kind of nice. I mean, because the echelon always on and making sure the ride's going smoothly. It's not my work. It's not supposed to be my workout. It's not supposed to be the instructors. Um, So I don't, I mean, yes, I'm sweating, I'm working, but it's not like I'm when we're not going all out because we wouldn't, we shouldn't be able to talk. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I do lift weights and um, do some like different um, uh, circuit training and interval training um, at another local place. Very cool. Uh, teach, Very cool. Not teaching, just take it. So, just take you know, it. it's so like, it's great. I can time. grab the heavy weights. I can grunt and I can get every, you know, like actually, you know, get my workout in too. So I do yeah. that a couple of times a week, usually yeah. three or four times a week. Fantastic. To yeah. Fantastic. Well, I have had a wonderful time. I know Nicole has many, many busy things to do, so we're going to give her back the rest of her day. And um, I just want to say thank you so much for spending this time with us. This has been great. Uh, Meredith, any parting words from you? I mean, you know, thank you for doing what you do because it's it's incredible and it's changed my life and a lot of people's lives. So just keep doing it. I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, can I ask you guys a question? Of oh, course. Sure. Ooh, yeah. um, fair is fair. Okay. Yes. All right. So you have two items to take on Naked and Afraid. Ooh. Okay. What are the two items? How do you know about Naked and Afraid? Naked um, and afraid. you know, I've I've watched it before and a lot of cooler talk. <laughs> yeah, pretty okay. much. But I have watched the show before, so I kinda I know the concept. Like Survivor, so, but you're naked. Okay. So what <laughs> so I get to pick two items. Okay. I'm naked and afraid. I want clothes and a gun. (laughs) Good choices. Good choices. (laughs) I will therefore not be naked and afraid anymore. Uh, There you go. There you go. I'm naked and afraid. (laughs) I want mascara and lip gloss. I mean, those are pretty good items. Pretty good items. 
All right. I always think that that's a fun, fun question that's to ask a fun people, one. too. It's a fun it question. And seeing how, like, people get super serious about, like, I want a fire starter, and I'm going to bring, I don't know, machete. Yeah. And well, I'm like, so what I are you want bringing? What are you shoes bringing? and snacks. Shoes and there it is. There and little baby juice. I mean, little baby juice is already with me. Like, well, yeah, that's a well, given. He's, he's that's kind a given. of like he's your naked and afraid partner. Like, is he your, naked yeah. and afraid yeah. as well? He you is know naked what? And indifferent. <laughs> he is. He's not afraid. He's not afraid of anything. But mm. besides going hungry, so that's why I have the snacks. Mm. Um, but he is. He's dressed right now. Oh my gosh! He come home yesterday and he's naked. He doesn't have his bandana on. Oh. I'm like, son, what have you been doing just over here? Like strutting. Well, he's know, got that new lady streaking. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Well, <laughs> let's end on uh, Naked Orange. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much. This is I really appreciate thank it. You. And uh, everyone, thank you so much. Go see Nicole Griffin and the Gro- Nicole Griffin Fit on Instagram. And uh, thank you for joining for the super excellent, not too serious, Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. And welcome back to the super excellent, not too serious, Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. Meredith, I love that interview. It was fantastic. Nicole is such a ball of energy. Oh my gosh. And I know the listeners couldn't see her smile, but just talking to her is like a ray of sunshine. Um, I think that'll come through in the interview. But yeah, she's just positive. And even when she talks about stuff that, you know, is kind of hard, she puts a spin on it and uh, she shows you that you can overcome challenges. And uh, she's had an interesting journey. I think that was absolutely, we learned some surprising things. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't imagine, like, uh, you know, this is some of the things she talked about, like, you know, being a dental assistant. Like, it's like the last thing in the world I could see. Can you imagine hopping going to the dentist office and you get in and Nicole gets in, like, it's time to do your teeth. <laughs> Not with that <laughs> smile. It's like I, I can know. see why they'd want her because this it's is a true. walking billboard. But, this is um, true. But you'd have to wear a mask as a dental assistant. So you would never well, see the smile. true. True. Mm-hmm. Oh, she smiles with her eyes. What is that? Uh, this Smizing. Is true. Yeah. Smizing. Ooh. <laughs> when you get oh, that? That's a. Oh, that's, that's a America's pull. next top model. That's not my. I didn't make that up. People uh, will know. Well, you know, you, you can yeah. pretend you did, like you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I oh, made I'll up say, smizing. Smizing. Uh, please don't sue me. Um, <laughs> oh, Tyra yeah. Banks is gonna sue me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll have her on the show. She'll forget <laughs> it all. Um, yeah, but what was really interesting. I mean, Nicole's journey was so interesting to me. The fact that, you know, when she came to Chattanooga, like she gained like 40 pounds and lost it in like a year. So you could just, you know, we, it, it happens to everyone. It's, that's the thing that kind of it popped in my head. It's like, does. you know, you'd think everyone that's ever seen Nicole and met Nicole and, and, and like, obviously we've all known her th- through the, the fitness journey that we have on Echelon. And like, she's been through it too. Which really brings, you know, makes us, brings it all back home for us here. Like, you know, she's had those struggles and, but, you know, she's turned it into her life and her career and her, and her path now. And it's so refreshing to hear her tell that story. And she's really helping others along that journey by being open about it and not at all trying to pretend that she has always been. Perfect. And even now she's still trying to better herself with the one armed push ups. And she's asking other people for help. She's not pretending she knows it all. And yet we are all benefiting 
from her amazing talents. I'm so glad we have her. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you know, I, I hate to say, you know, I have done a one arm push up. Well, actually, it was a push down. I started with one arm and then I fell onto my chest. Oh, so okay. I'm counting that as one. Um, okay, just one. saying, just sounds good. One sounds yeah. good. <laughs> and then I was looking at, after our our interview, um, and saw that there's tickets on sale to Bonnaroo. So I thought, okay, oh. so maybe she'll get to be doing her music festival stuff soon. I hope That's so. I, I've been to Bonnaroo before, and uh, I loved, I loved it. I mean, it was exhausting. I gotta say, it was a lot of fun, but it's exhausting because I want to see you want you're there. You want to see all the, all the shows you can. Yeah. And so you're up at the crack and you're up, you know, going, you know, and it's hot. It is. It's in Tennessee. It's it's, it's a mm. hot festival. It's in like I forget what month it's in. It's not one of the cool months though. It's in a, no. It's in I want to say it was in yeah. yeah July or something. I did look at tickets and then I thought, what are you doing? You're not going to that. <laughs> so. No, if, if you see now, we're at the stage in our life, Mary, where we have to get the VIP tickets, yes. and like ha- and have an RV. Yeah. That's yeah. how you do that. That's how the adults do it, right? <laughs> oh yeah, but that that's a whole different experience. When I went there, I was tenting it, and we were, you know, we had like the portable showers, mm-hmm. and uh, we were tenting it, and uh, but it was a fun experience. I got to see like Paul McCartney, and and it, it was amazing. It really was. So I hope she gets to go go as well. Um, and then but we'll get so, to hear those stories on the bike because that's what exactly. she does. Low impact Friday mornings. If you ever want to hear about her music festivals or anything going on in her life, she's very open in that ride. So it's a lot of fun. Oh, good. Good. Noted. Duly noted, Meredith. Yes. It's, uh, it's on my list, right? Um, it's Echelon and, Life uh, Hack. Echelon Life Hacks. Ooh, that could be interesting. We should do a little uh, a whole podcast. That's what are the Echelon Hacks? Well, and there was another one with Nicole today because today we got on a ride and uh, one of my friends noticed she had her hat on backwards and that means uh, you're in trouble. Oh, is that like, um, that's like (laughs) a lot of our instructors now are starting to do like their, I'm going to call it their signature move, Mm -hmm. right? Right. You know, you've got uh, Nicole, Nicole, that's a new one for Nicole, but is with the hat yeah. around, like you got, you got Lindsay, backwards. it's like the fear, fear of the bun, right? Yeah. And the hair Reed goes up in rolls, the bun. Yeah. Reed rolls up Reed his sleeves. Reed does the sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie just Marcia, looks at you and you, and you yeah. know what's going to happen, right? She, she exactly. flexes her massive pipes of arms and, and you're like, uh oh, she's like going to turn green and get real big and we're, exactly. in, we're in trouble. Oh, that reminds me. Have you seen any um, great uh, leaderboard names lately? Oh, oh, I did. I did. I did. Um, uh, What was it? It was Making My Fat Cry. Oh, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah. It was, and, and I know that's a term that I've heard that before, but it's, yeah. I was I was I was on the the bike and and I started late to the class, and so I had to start farther back than I normally am, and so I'm, I get to see the fun part about it is that you know as I move up through a little bit, I see names and I get to see yes. all kinds of different ones, and that one just made me laugh. I literally was on the bike and I was laughing like making my fat cry. I'm just like yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, you, you are. are. You go. <laughs> you are. I saw the incredible bulk so when you were nice. talking about Jaina Jaina nice. turning green <laughs> incredible bulk uh, incredible they were from bulk. across the pond and I thought that that was a good one yeah that is a good one it's, then what was the what was the boat they named it was uh Bodie McBoatface Bodie McBoatface yeah, yeah. The, the Brits have that little sense of humor that I really they like do. and you're married to one so you know that yes but um yeah um getting back to Nicole so, so one of the things that um I really was kind of 
really enjoying was her talking about judgment. Mm-hmm. And, um, you, you know, again, a, a great, so great to see a side of her that we don't always get to see on the bike that, you know, we're all fallible. And, you know, hearing her kind of say, you know, I passed judgment before and, you know, it, it, it's something that can carry with us if we aren't careful. And, uh, you know, if, if we don't take the time to think about that and, and really give people that initial chance to um, walk up and, and uh, just be who they are and accept them for, you know, whatever they are, no matter what they look like or act like initially like you you have to give people that chance and get and let them open themselves to you and hearing her story about that and how um you know she taught herself a lesson in that moment is so great because it, it always conveys the, the, the lesson she tries to bring to the bike and and the the hope she brings to people that i think that's why people attend her classes so much it's you know for, first of all she's a fantastic instructor but when you go in her class, you you know she's right there with you, and and she, there is no judgment from her at that moment. Yeah, uh, she truly means it. Right. That's that's what's surprising is that you would not expect her to ever have had that. But once again, she is human. We're all human, mm-hmm. and given that first chance, and then something I've kind of learned along the way that that helps me react better to certain situations, such as road rage or whatever might happen is to give people the benefit of the doubt that I don't know what's going on in their life that day. Maybe they were needing to let off some steam so they were being rowdy because they had just gotten past something that was going on in their own life. I don't know. Maybe that person who cuts me off is heading to the hospital to visit a loved one. I don't know. Maybe they got some bad news or laid off. or Maybe they're a jerk. I'm not going to let it ruin my whole day. you know. So I read that somewhere once and it really put it into perspective, but same with judging people. It's, it's just not good to write people off. You'll miss a lot of great people that way. I can't count the number of friends I had that probably if I just based it on our first interaction, we might not be friends and I would have missed a great person. That's a good point. I mean, it's so true. And, um, you know, it goes back to kind of like some of the people I've met through Echelon. It's like, and I'll, I'll be very, the first to admit, there are people that I've either seen or met initially and maybe I was passing a little judgment and I wasn't as warm as I could have been up front uh you know you know maybe it was something about their style was different than mine when they posted whatever it was whatever the the thing was but you know thank goodness you know I'm surrounded by great people in this community and you know I, I've learned and, and matured myself and, and it was able to open my mind a little bit more. And you know what? For, it, it all worked out for the better uh, because once I started to look past that, I definitely have gained friendships. I probably would never would have, you know, 15 years ago for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, I think there's a lot to, to take from, from the behaviors that uh, our, our instructors exhibit to us uh, in, in the way that they uh, bring it to the bike and bring it to the roar and bring it to the, the fit pass and all that. Um, it's more than that. And, and more than just the, the exercise, it's the community and the, um, the relationships that we're building in this community. So, uh, it's all that's good really and exciting key. to me. Yeah. That's why it we is. wanted to do this podcast. Cause we love this community so much and wanted to invite more people in and get to know us better. I'm hoping to be a hundred air Meredith. Oh, that's what I'm okay. hoping from the pod. Yes. Okay. I want to be a hundred air someday. Well, I'll send you a dollar. We'll get started on that. 
Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, building classes. Uh, this to me was like uh, a, yeah. a little bit of behind the scenes, which I, I, I always love that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I love, you know, kind of figuring out and, and, and understanding how the whole echelon machine works. You yes. know, because, yeah. you know, we don't know. I mean, we can always, spe- you always, I follow a lot of the boards and stuff and people speculate a lot about. They speculate wildly. They speculate wildly, Meredith Black. <laughs> like the speculators of old, the ones across <laughs> this country with their yaks and their. And their I don't think yaks. No, I think. They maybe had yaks. You know, the yak is a hardy animal. And yeah, I would maybe. I think maybe that our north. pioneers. I, I don't think that it, they got the credit they deserved in the national history um, and maybe should, uh, y- you know, <laughs> Is this a take yak a podcast for, now? Th- there should be like a currency with a yak mm, on it. Okay. Because it wasn't just, the, the horse gets all the credit, right? Everybody loves horses. You can't Absolutely. not love a horse. Yeah. But I bet you there were some yaks hauling wagons out to the West. I, I would, I would stake a, a fine dime on that, Meredith. <laughs> But um, anyways, going back to pe- stuff people care about, uh, <laughs> building classes, um, you know, the way that I wonder, we should ask this more often of the, our interviewees. It's like, you know, what is their process for thinking about classes? Because uh, with her, it was cadences, right? Starting with the cadences. But then, you know, she throws in like. She always, she feels like she has to throw in the crowd pleasers, which, you know, that brings in the whole entertainment aspect of, of these rides. It you know, does. I think people don't just come there for uh, instruction. They come there for a level of entertainment. And I know, you know, that's maybe, maybe, yeah, duh, Sheldon, but I never really thought about it that much. You know, I, you know, I attend certain instructors because I just like them and they make me feel stronger when I'm on that bike. But when you start peeling the onion a little bit, you know, we get to things like this and it's like, oh, maybe it was that playlist or maybe the way that they constructed this story and in, in the in the music they brought and, you know, bring in the crowd pleasers. And, you know, we, we, we all know the crowd pleasers, you know, for us, for our for our demographic, you know, like it's like thunderstruck. You know? That's yes. a you can't help but like a little ACDC thunderstruck. You a little know, Lizzo too. We like a little. Lizzo. You know, that's you know, I'm a I'm a little older than you, Meredith. So uh, <laughs> everybody um, likes Lizzo. It's true. Yeah, yeah. this is true. But yeah. uh, I'm I am definitely the thunderstruck kind of guy. And um, and then. The fact that she likes to sprinkle in those unexpected artists brings mm-hmm. in her own little flavor to the things, you know. And so I love that. You know, I, I think we've talked about this before where uh, I really enjoy having uh, uh, unique artists that aren't mainstream. Because uh, I think, you know, I, I love to, especially if I know them and I, I don't think most people will know them it's like oh right it's almost like they're playing that for my jukebox it's an easter egg yeah and i think it really is that it's so great that if you hear a song you like one you can ask the instructor they're gonna tell you what it is yeah Uh, or their playlist are on spotify so you can even check out 
the playlist before you ride. Now, I don't do that because I like to be surprised. But some yeah, people want to know what they're getting into. Um, yeah, no, I look me. at it, it's like a concert set list. So, yeah, you're gonna, mm. you're not going to want to play all your new stuff. You're going to want to play some favorites. But throw in some new ones there and they might become favorites. So This is true. Yeah. 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 And I will say, though, I, have pl- I, I don't like to know either. I, I do like the surprise. Mm-hmm. But there have been times I've walked into a playlist... Ooh, not my jam. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, I, I, to be very frank, I usually tune it out anyways when I get going. Uh, but uh, uh, it, it definitely is like, you know, when you when you do hear those songs that you know and love and, and, and the ones that, that get you going, it's, it's kind of really fun to, to have it kind of strike. And the other thing is that the instructors will take, I want to say requests, but they will, you know, you say, hey, I'd really love to hear some of this. A lot of times they will intermingle that into their playlist if they can. You know, a lot of it's licensing and whether they can play it or not. But um, there, you know, there have been whole classes I've known that they that were compliments of like this person basically. Right. Uh, if they're celebrating a ride milestone or a birthday ride, yeah. Um, I think uh, one of our writers had a birthday ride, and Marsha did '90s alternative, but based on the songs that the writer gave her that were part of the library that she could use and it was killer i yeah one of my favorite classes playlist wise of all time i would have yeah, never those guessed are fantastic. yeah those are fantastic when you when you get those for sure um yeah but anyways great great interview with nicole oh I, yeah I, I it's you know the more i get to know her you know is the, the the more you just you know you realize what a great person and, and uh we're very lucky to have her as one of the uh uh, the pillars of the instructor community for sure we are and uh another little fun fact if you didn't watch the getting to know mario ride that she did mm. it just it just dropped after our interview with her but um she actually was talking to him about wrestling and it you know oh, yeah. he, his character wrestled on the show and mm-hmm. she asked him do you wrestle and he's like oh yeah and my kids do and she said, well, I started out as a mat maid, basically like a wrestling cheerleader, for those of you who don't know. And um, she thought, I, I can do what those boys are doing. And so Nicole wrestled in like junior high, middle school. And uh, of course, you can see it. And I bet yeah. you she beat some of them pretty bad. <laughs> I just love it. I'm like, this is why we love her. It's unexpected. Yeah. She is unexpected and yep. a joy. This is for sure, for sure. Um, let's move on to some quick echelon news and fun facts okay. and all that. Um, uh, new instructors. Speaking of instructors, uh, yeah. I got to ride today with uh, Jenny Valles, a new new Miami instructor. Very interesting. Uh, you know, uh, she had a really interesting story too. Um, just she's a professional dancer, has been a professional dancer, toured with Pitbull, and still does a Ooh. podcast with Pitbull. Oh, wow. Which is kind of, yeah, yeah. Like she's like on the end with Pitbull, you know, which is pretty, pretty interesting. Ooh. I wonder if we'll see some Pitbull, Pitbull music. How exciting you know, would that be? I, again, a I mean, duo she, ride. Can I just put it out in the universe? Oh, put it. Oh, you can do that. You can do Pitbull, that. You can put it in the universe. Pitbull yeah. on the bike. Yeah, I think, you know, it's. I'm sure there are all kinds of licensing things I have to go through yeah. and, and all that. But that would be so cool to actually um, see them do a ride together. Can you imagine that? That could be really interesting. I wonder, I wonder if he's like into that thing, you know. Yeah, um, I don't know. But anyways, I really enjoyed uh, enjoyed her ride. It was just a, a 20 minute get a 20 minute debut ride or the uh, debuts ride, as I like to say. <laughs> um, 
Um, uh, but she has, uh, uh, you know, obviously took her a minute or two to get warmed up, but then, but then she was just rolling. I mean, uh, comes from like a, a large Cuban family down in uh, Miami area, down in a, a Florida area. And uh, just, uh, I think she's going to fit in real well down there and uh, bring in, uh, again, yet another flavor to the, uh, the Baskin Robbins that is uh, Echelon. That is super exciting. I'm going to have to try her. Um, we also got a new instructor in Chattanooga. Um, and that's great for the Fit Pass people who like yoga mm. because um, she it's Wren Harrison. And she does yoga on the Fit Pass. And she is amazing. She is super flexible and bendy, which I am not. But mm. her classes, she teaches so well with so many modifications and is in super encouraging about, you know, she's laying flat on the floor. And she's like, if you're up here practically sitting up, that is fine. Take a breath and try to move it further. I mean, she's just, she's a really good teacher and uh, really loves what she does at shows. So that's uh, really good news. I could almost touch my knees if I work hard, Meredith. <laughs> You should take I'm a couple of Ren's classes. I will do that. I will do that for sure. I will do that. Um, I think last time or we touched a little bit on the France and Germany uh, launches. Um, I've heard rumors of new leaderboard stuff coming out too, which could be kind of cool. Uh, and then uh, the other thing that popped this again, this was just a thread on the on the pages. I don't know if there's any shred of truth at all to this. Um, let's but they start some about, rumors. Let's Talk, start some rumors. Me. Yeah, spill that um, tea. Yeah, but someone was talking about the potential of creating an auto resistance for the Echelon bikes where it oh. follows the club. Now, I know that's a um, uh, another brand has that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, it's a neat concept. For I'll be honest, for me, not something I'm interested in. But I could see people, cause a lot of people on the page, uh, one of the, I, wanna, I, hate, I don't want to use the word complaint. I wanna, one of the, I guess, wishes that people mm-hmm. have is that they got more exacting numbers on their, on their resistance. Like they want to know right. what resist you know, you know, cause I think that we use energy zones because yes. again, they're, 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 I totally agree with that concept because what's easy for a person a could be very different than what's easy for person B and like my all out versus someone that's um, a lot smaller in me and, and, and experience is going to be very different than they're all out. And so to, for the instructors to give a number, uh, you know, I think that's, that's honestly, it's, it's going to have to be some kind of average and it's going to mean nothing to like probably 70% of people unless you're right in the middle of the average. And so I prefer the energy zone, but I guess if someone really wants it, they could, if they did something, they could, they could do the follow along type of thing. Um, yeah, because so even know. when I started out, my flat road and things were way different than they are now. I mean, we're talking it used to be 15, 16. I mean, maybe when I first started, it might have been more like 11 and 12. And now I kind of consider my flat road 20, 21. So, yeah, if they were telling me to start out at a 15, I'm not going to be working very hard that first part yeah. of class. And yeah. if I'm only there for 20 or 30 minutes... Maybe I want to set mine a little higher. And uh, that's just because I've been doing it for a year and a half. So, and I wouldn't want them to tell people to start out at 20 when they're just starting out because that, that sets people up for failure. So it's really hard to give those exact numbers. Now I'm going to tell you, I already have that feature built into my bike and Mm. it's called thick thighs. 
and it'll bump up that resistance. Never seems to bump it down, but it bumps it up. Oh so. my gosh. The, <laughs> Do you not have that pen, feature? The patent pending, the patent pending Meredith Woodless auto resistance. You too could have this feature. I've heard that from a lot of people. And actually, I'll tell you the secret yeah. to that is to just keep riding and have better form and uh, slim down those thighs a little and uh, it, it magically disappears. Mm, it's a disappearing feature. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, oh, but th- that reminds me, though, something that uh, we talked, Nicole talked about as well was, uh, again, this is maybe a spoiler alert for lots of people, but, you know, the re- instructors aren't going to be riding at full blast along oh, with yeah. us. Yeah. You know, and I think you know, I'm like, I think a lot of us are like, well, no, yeah, no kidding. But I think some people thought like, you know, well, they aren't riding. You know, some people are convinced they are riding at the same resistance. Some people are convinced that they're, you know, why aren't they riding at the same resistance? You know, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, because they're teaching five classes today and they have to talk and all right. of the, right, you know, they have to instruct. Now, I like it. I do like it when their legs move, at least. You know, that makes me feel like they're, yeah. I, I can, I can let my mind wander on what the resistance is, you know? Sure. I mean, and I frankly, again, don't care as long as I feel like they're in it with me. And, you know, with all the instructors I ride with, I always feel like they're in it with me. But um, spoiler alert, they aren't riding it at super high resistance. At least most of them. We don't know it's true for everybody. Um, I would but, just um, like to say as well, if you want to have immense respect for the instructors, some of us uh, did a little instructor appreciation. We did some parodies of the instructors on the bike. And um, so I actually got on a bike and was imitating a couple of different instructors. So trying to talk like I was teaching a class. After two minutes, I was exhausted. So, I mean, that just try, just try saying what they're saying while you're writing and you'll realize that, you know, it, it's just not humanly possible for them to be going full out and talking. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else? Anything else you uh, heard this week or what was your ride of the week? Anything like that, Meredith? Oh, uh, you know, I've I've done uh Maybe a row. Uh, I want to give a shout out to a row that I did this week. Um, It was with Rachel on Sunday. Um, My legs just weren't feeling the bike. And I got on the rower. And she shared some struggles she had gone through. And it was just, it just reminded me of so much of what I appreciate about our instructors. Because she was like, reach out to me. If you have problems with this or if you're struggling with something else, I've been there. Let me know. You know, eating related issues, weight issues, uh, feeling down on yourself, wanting to get stronger. And I mean, she means it. They will respond, you know. Um, So I I just, I really thought that was just a whole nother level of what we get besides just a workout on this. Yeah, absolutely. I I miss her on the bike too. I'm just going to say, I'm going to put that out there. Me too. I hope they find a way to bring her back there. She's one of my faves. She was, she was my Sunday, uh, my Sunday date. Oh, it was like, I always, I always rode with Rachel. Um, it was a bummer for me when she was stopped doing the bike, but, um, yeah. So for me, one of the things that I heard this week was in Amber's class. Uh, I think I did. It was I think it was the morning class. I, I took a Thursday morning. I can't remember what day it was. Uh, it was it was one of the EMR six a.m. classes, and she was talking about a book she's reading called The Champion's Mind, and she pulled like a quote out from it 
um, see, and hopefully I can remember it. It was, um, yeah, hold on, I put, a, I have a marker on it actually. So I pulled it up. I want to write it down because it was so profound to me. The You're way she so kind of organized. It. Yes, Meredith, I spend hours and hours uh, prepping for this important Got your day. trapper keeper there. My trapper keeper. It's the Night Rider trapper keeper. Did you ever Ooh. have, what was, what was your, what was your trapper keeper? I was poor. We didn't have trapper keepers. You must have had something like a trapper keeper. Actually, they weren't allowed at our school. Really? Because, yeah, I think it was just a... Because it was kind of like a, a toy. Come on. You know, it was just like having a fancy toy. And so they just... I couldn't get home and wait and play with my folders. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of toys you have in Oklahoma? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, for me, school supplies, it was anything Lisa Frank. If it's got kittens and rainbows and unicorns. Gotcha. Yeah. Excellent. I, I, can, I think I, I said Night Rider. I may have had a Night Rider one. But anyways, um, going back to what... Sorry, sidebars. This, this is going to happen a lot, guys. Get used to this on the uh, Super Exit Not Too Serious, but Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. Um, Amber uh, was uh, quoting a book, The Champion's Mind. And, and this, again, struck home. It's like, you know, if you don't have time, you are worth the time. If you don't uh, have energy, you will gain the energy. And if you doubt yourself, you know, start doubting your doubt. And, you know, those things kind of really resonate. Um, again, because even with our friend groups and stuff like that, you know, there are people that go on the struggle bus once in a while. You were saying yourself just this past Sunday, you're on a struggle bus and oh, the, yeah. the bike wasn't there. And and so, uh, you know, you had to get on the rower and do something different. But it's it's that it's not what have it's we all get to that place it's but it, what do you do to get out of it and these little nuggets like this or what i look for is like you know you, you know some may say oh they're just you know words of inspiration they don't mean anything well they mean whatever you you mean them to mean right? or you want them to mean when yeah. you hear them you, you have a choice every every day is a choice like you you know and in, in, in you, what you chose yesterday does not define what you choose today and so these kind of things, um, you know, I really love it when I hear that come things, little nuggets like that the instructors bring out. But yeah, that's that profound. was my uh, right of yeah. the week. I've yes, uh, uh, seen you. I'm a very educated man. You are. Well, Amber uh, yes. is. Oh, well, Amber is, you know, <laughs> taking credit for Amber's education. Yeah, I uh, basically have seen some, um, you know, conversations on the community group kind of centered around that. How do you make time? And, you know, some people are yeah. very, as Jama would say, just very disciplined. You just do it, get it done. Oh, um, she is. She yes. is like a machine on that. I mean, hopefully yeah. we'll get to interview her. And uh, that's yeah. one of the most fascinating things about her is, is her discipline. Yeah. Yes. And then other people are like, someone actually said on there, that's my me time and I'm worth it. And mm -hmm. that's so true. And I guarantee you, if you asked your family, if you asked your friends, they would also agree that you're worth it. The only one who's saying you don't have time and you're not worth it is yourself. And that's myself included um, at times. So that that is really good that Amber shared that. Hopefully that'll hit home for some people because that's I hope so. And that's, hopefully that's why I shared it here. I hope, I hope if it yeah. reaches a few more because of that, uh, it definitely was worth listening to. Well, Meredith. I think it's probably about time we wrap this thing up like a like a Christmas ham. <laughs> Stick some cloves in it. 
We're stick done. some stick cloves in it. it. <laughs> stick a fork in it. Stick some cloves in it. Wrap it. Glaze it. I'm gonna be. My sweat is like a ham glaze. <laughs> after my rides. <laughs> oh, that's a good leaderboard name. Oh, somebody please be ham glaze. Ham gla- glazed, glazed ham. Glazed ham. Mm. Oh, the honey baked ham. How about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. Well, that's why we can make, we can make a, that can be our non-sponsor of the honey baked ham. When you want to sweat and look like a ham, think honey baked. Mm. <laughs> our non-sponsor. Uh, yeah. But anyways, um, Meredith, as always, I love talking to you. I'm so yeah. glad we get to do this all the time now. Me too. Excellent. Well, folks, we'll see you again soon. Be good. And we'll talk to you soon on the Super Excellent, Not Too Serious, Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. And guess what? Bye-bye. 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 You just went all Oak Ridge Boys on me. We just here to have some fun. Let our faces feel the morning sun Go to laugh and put on a smile Come along and join us for a while Well, it's pretty clear to me The whole world takes itself too seriously Take a ride with Shelly Mare On a bike that goes nowhere